0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. This morning, I'll be speaking to you on the Ageless Helper. Isaiah chapter 46, verse 3. Just follow me quickly. Isaiah chapter 46, from verse 3. Isaiah 46, from verse 3. I'm sorry, might not be your style. I always like to read a lot of scriptures. Because the Bible says, when you look into the law of liberty, you are transformed into the same image. From glory to glory. As you behold him. He said, Hearken unto me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of house of Israel, which are born by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb. Verse 4. And even to your old age, God said, I am he. And even to what years will I carry you? I have made and I will bear, even I will carry and will deliver you. Verse five. To whom will you liken me and make me equal and compare me that we may be alike? Ageless helper. How far you go in life is a function of help available to you. I must tell you today while we are celebrating God's grace upon Pastor D, I must tell you she's a product of the help of God. Every great destiny is a product of the help of God. God made a promise, He said, from the womb. So for 50 years, God carried her. And I prophesy to her this morning, as we all agree together with a loud amen. The next 50 years, 51 to 100, I don't know our plan, but God said, even if I am not planning to live up to 100, this prophecy is is going to begin to work. 51 to 100 will be far, far better than 1 to 50 for her in the name of Jesus. So everyone is a product. Great destiny is a product of the help of God. How far a man will go in life is a function of help. Available. Facts about life. Everybody needs help. Everyone needs help in one area or the other. Some of us are sitting here. The help you need is financial help. Some need uh, help in their marital issues. Some need spiritual help. Help in different areas. And what is help? Help is someone doing for you what you cannot do by yourself. Help is God augmenting what is lacking in your life. Why do I need help? You need help because your strength alone might not be able to deliver the desired results. The man by the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5 from verse 1, From verse 1 to 9, the Bible says it was there for 38 years. For 38 years, it was making efforts. For 38 years, it was activities, no productivity. But his strength alone could not deliver results until the ageless helper showed up. I prophesy to somebody here in every area of your struggles, if your amen can be allowed, the ageless helper will show for you in the name of Jesus we need help because human strength is not sufficient to deliver results first Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 verse 9b the bible says by strength shall no man prevail proverbs 21 verse 31 the bible says the horse is prepared against the day of battle but safety is of the lord romans chapter 9 verse 16 the bible says so that it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runeth but of god assured mercy. Psalm one twenty-seven, from verse 1, the Bible says, except the Lord builds, the labor and vain that build, except the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen are awake but in vain. He said, it is vain to wake up early, to sleep late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for it is him that giveth his beloved sleep. Human effort alone can deliver result. That's why you need assistance. You need God's help. Every great destiny is a product of God's help. Second thing I want you to know is that God is the only source of true help. The only. There are several others, but God is the only. Isaiah 31. The Bible was very careful to tell us it said, Go not to Egypt to look for help. Where there is no help. Say, go not to Egypt. Today, many believers, they can't hold on to God. We still have alternatives. But the Bible says, in Isaiah 31, I want us to read uh, that place. Engineer, please, uh, the miracle, should please help me. There are a lot of scriptures we need to read and we need to move fast. Isaiah 31, Isaiah 31. Isaiah 31 verse 1. He said, Go not down to Egypt for help and, and stay not on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and their horsemen because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel. Verse 2. Verse 3. Verse 3. And he said, now, the Egyptians that you are going to meet, they are what? Men. They are men and they are not, they are not God. A song that says, you be God, you not be man It Says, they are men, they are not God. Their horses are flesh and not spirit. The only reliable source of help is the ageless helper, God is the most reliable, most dependable, I cannot shock you, the most available. Because the Bible calls him the present help in times of trouble. Present. Pastor is present now. 2 a.m. in your house, pastor will be absent. He will only be present with his family. Daddy Gio, General Bersia is present. Was he here with you? But the Bible says God is omnipotent, omniscience, and what? Dependent. Omnipresence. Everywhere is there. God's help is the only dependable because God is everywhere at the same time. Why is His help dependable? Government go, government come. But the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7 of the increase of His government. <laughs> Of the increase of his government, there shall be no ageless helper. Somebody was president a few months ago. He has become ex-president. God can never become ex Bible called him the governor of nations. Psalm 60, verse 11 is said, Give us help from trouble for vain is the help of man God is the only dependable source in 2nd Kings chapter 6 from verse 27 to 28 some people ran to the king said king there is trouble in this land help king help king thank God for the wise king the king says myself I need help he said where will I help you from if God does not help you. And he said, if the Lord do not help thee where shall I help you from? Many of us, we are looking at men. Our eyes have left God. But you forgot that the only dependable source of help is God. Psalm 146 verse 3. Psalm 146 verse 3. The Bible says there is no help in man. It says, put not your trust in princes. Have you seen it? No. In whom? In the Son of Man. In whom? This is scripture. I didn't write it. But look at verse 5. In verse 5 of Psalm 146. Verse 5 of Psalm 146. He said, happy is he that had the God of Jacob for his works, for his help. Whose hope is in the Lord is God. Whose hope is in the Lord is God. Who needs help? If you are carrying a load that is too heavy for you, you need help. When you are carrying a load too heavy, you need help. When you are fighting a battle too strong for you, you need help. If you are sick, you need help. If you are poor, you need help. If you are lonely, you need help. If you are frustrated, you need help. If you have been rejected, you need help. If you have been forsaken, you need help. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this afternoon. Any area you need the help of God, if your faith can hook up to it, with the evidence of saying a loud amen, you will receive help this morning. Okay, only one fellow said amen. I said you will receive help this morning. Only two people said amen. I said you will receive help this morning. In the name of Jesus. Whatever we see in the life of Pastor D is a product of God's help. When God wants to help you, he will lift you from the clay clean you up, that the geo is a product of God's help. You can imagine a man that for the first 18 years of his life, he was walking barefooted. Compare him with where he is today, you know what God's help can do. Brethren, how does God help people? Because you'll be wondering, oh, pastor, you are saying, uh, uh, I should not depend on man. Where will I see God? When God wants to help you, God has agents of help. He helps people with his agents. Number one agent, if you want to write, God can use nature to help you. Nature. When he wanted to help Joshua, in Joshua chapter 10, from verse 10 to 12, the Bible says the sun stood still. The moon, because of a man, because God wanted to fight for a man. God can use nature. There's no time to tell you too many testimonies. There was a man I read about who was holding a crusade. This was a discouraged preacher. He actually left the preaching work. He was very discouraged because he had a crusade and the people gathered and he boasted, he told them about his God and he told them, he said, you know what? In this crusade, this three days crusade, there won't be rain. My God is mighty. I serve a powerful God. said, Let me tell you, if rain should drop here, then you know I'm not serving the living God. First day of the crusade, heavens open. Wow. Unusually, people left. The preacher was discouraged and he left. He went to drink, said that. God is not real. God is not alive. The following day or so, in the bar, an occultic man in town found a preacher. And he said, I've been looking for you. Ah, your God is so powerful. He said, No, forget God. Forget God. God is not real. He said, I've been looking for you. He said, When you started this crusade, I made up my mind that I'm going to kill you. And I won't kill you by spiritual means. I'm going to use this uh, gunpowder. This thing, gun. From the mountain, I'm going to shoot at you. He said, but shortly before the crusade started, while you were on the altar, and I was trying to target you, ray started and destroyed. What I wanted to use to destroy you. Brethren, how amazing it is that sometimes when we think that God is silenced, Listen to me, God's silence does not mean God's absence. God is walking behind the scene over time in your favor. That you are not seeing something does not mean something is not happening. So God can use nature. Sometimes if you choose, he can use Animals. He used the ravens in First Kings 17 to feed Elijah. He used the lions to fellowship with Daniel for the night. They had ass fellowship. And God promised them, very smart lions. You know what? If you can sacrifice Daniel as your first fruit, I promise you. If you can give him as your first fruit, don't eat him all. Just fast making your first fruit i will fill your bands with plenty daniel only has two legs and two hands one head i will give you many legs many hands and the, the lions cooperated and said we believe god we believe god we believe god i pray for somebody here every pit they've dug for you your enemies will fall into it the following day we know the rest of the story. Yeah. We know the rest of the story. God can use even the lowly place, the maid, house girls, house boys. He used uh, uh, the, the house girl of Neyman to help him. These are God's agents of help. God can choose to use a man. For Mephibosheth was going through trauma. He was lame, not because he was born lame. It was a situation that made him lame. Many of us are lame because people have dropped us. People you trusted, dropped you. The nanny that was to take care of Mephibosheth, when there was trouble, the nanny dropped him, he fell and he became lame. Somebody you relied upon to do business with you along the lane, dropped you. Financially, you now became lame. But the Bible says God sent help. To Mephibosheth, and the help came from the presidency. I prophesied to somebody here God is sending help to you from the top. God send help to him. So God can use man. I remember a fantastic story. Somebody in Atlanta was telling me he woke up one morning in Atlanta, far away, Atlanta, Georgia, in America, and he kept hearing someone's name. And this fellow's name, this, this lady lives in Lagos, in the shanty part of Lagos. That morning, that sister woke up, frustrated, no hope of what to eat. And another fellow woke up in America and kept hearing her name. Kept hearing her name. And God instructed him, send money to that lady. He picked up his phone, called the lady the lady screamed ah for a long time said, I don't know I just woke up this morning with your name ringing in my ears please can you how can I send western give me your details give me your details I pray for somebody here wherever your destiny helpers are located if you believe God I prophesy from this altar before the end of October they will locate you So God can decide to use man. Because of time, there are several several agents God can use. But because we need to go and pray. What do I need to do to provoke the help of the ageless helper? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Number one, you must acknowledge your helplessness. You must get to the point to tell God, God, I can't do it. I've come to realize that my certificate cannot satisfy me. I've come to realize that my connection cannot bring enough connection. I depend absolutely on you. Five kings came against Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And Jehoshaphat said in verse 12, we have no power we have no minds. We don't know what to do. But our eyes are on you, O oh God. Acknowledge that you can't do it. Even if you have a first class, your, your company is doing very well, you have the best package. When you are going for a propos- when you are sending your proposal, still kneel down and tell God, God, I've done what I can do, do what I cannot do. I've gotten to the end. Take over from here. Do much more than my strength can deliver. Number two, where to provoke the help of God is to stay with God all the way. Stay with God alone. God alone. Psalm 62 verse 5. Psalm 62 verse 5. Stay with God alone. My soul, wait thou only, wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. Only upon God. Only, no alternatives. Only until God becomes your final bus stop. You never begin to see his miracles. God, whatever you cannot do let you remain on door. Stay there only. Number three, where to provoke help? Acknowledge help received from the Lord. Anytime, and that's why testimony is good. When you want to receive more help from God, anytime God does anything for you, learn to acknowledge him. Learn to appreciate him. Those that don't know how to appreciate God, they will keep depreciating. Learn to appreciate him. I always tell people, until you learn to thank God for 10 naira, you never see 100. Until you learn to thank God for 100, you never see 1,000. Whatever level you are, appreciate God. Number four, to provoke help, you need to ask for his help. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Said, Come boldly before the throne of grace to receive help in time of need. You need to cry to God for help. Lord, I need your help in this area. Lord, I need your help in that area. You need to cry to him for help. Number five. To provoke help, you need to become God's agent of help. You need to become an agent of help. Do you know that you are an answer to somebody's question? Be God's agent of help. Matthew chapter 5 verse 7. The Bible says, Blessed are the merciful. For they shall do what? They shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful. Let your life become impactful. I had a testimony yesterday during the bed in the evening. The dogs are guys were 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 overwhelmed. With what God has used Pastor D to do in their lives. Be an agent of help. In your own little corner, be an agent of help. Brethren, life is not about duration. It's about donation. Life is not measured by duration. Matthew seller lived for 969. That is duration. Jesus lived for 33 and a half. And he donated what we have not recovered from. In the past over 2,000 years. Somebody said, if your presence is not felt, your absence will not be noticed. And if your absence is not noticed, then your presence was not even needed. Some people are just occupying space. Life is all about impact. Be an agent of help. At your own level, be an agent of help. I remember this funny story. I don't know if it's true or not. I just had a story. Two people were praying in church close to the altar. A rich man was crying to God. No, crying to God for probably argument. Let me just say, God, I need this hundred million for this project. Another man was crying to God. God, I need this ten thousand. And the voice of the 10,000 man was louder than the voice of the 100 million man. So at the point, the 100 million man brought out his wallet. Counted 10,000. God has answered your prayer. God needs to concentrate on more important prayers. At your level, be an answer to somebody's question. Be an agent of help. And number six... To provoke God's help, don't abuse help. Don't abuse help. Don't abuse help. Some people show up in church, they are very faithful, very committed, until help comes. Until they get the first contract. Suddenly, the pastor's English is not not together again. Immediately, The seat where they put them does not befit them again. Why? Because help came. Suddenly, they need to, because now, oh, they give some money to pay for the the church rent. So now they need to dictate the pace of the pastor's message. Say, pastor, this message is becoming too too hot. You You need to take it easy. Abuse of God's help. Some people, as God shows them, little help. Now they now know that their wife is not as beautiful as she used to be. Suddenly they feel that, oh, this woman is not, she's not tech as she used to be. Very soon they begin to dig their own grave by themselves. Don't abuse the help of God. Sin is introduced. And i always like to say this in two dimensions. If God sends an agent to you to help you, don't abuse the help. Some people, God sent an agent to you to come and give you shirts. And the fellow say, God sent me to give you shirts. Please take the shirt. And you're asking the fellow, please don't go. What about tie? <laughs> Excuse me? God did not send me to bring tie. What did he should bring to you? Shirt. Asking for tie is an abuse. God sent me with shirt. Maybe he's sending that brother with tie. Maybe he'll send somebody else with belt. But what he's sending to bring is what? It's a shirt. Don't abuse up. Some people, you call them, oh, God leads me to give you all this little sum. Please take this 50,000. After that time, you become their semi-God. Say, ah, please, I need to see you, sir. Please. As a matter of fact, God is showing me vision to buy a car. And he said, eh, you are the one that will <laughs> help me to buy it. That's an abuse of help. Any pastor or prophet or bishop that you to bring money for prayer is an abuse of help. Oh, this anointing is coming from America. So give me money. I'm, I'm not talking about collecting money for God. That's okay. But when any pastor says, give me money, it's an abuse of help. We have too many executive begging pastors today. It's an abuse of help. And brother, let me tell you, if God has placed you in position to help people and you want to turn them to your slave, that's an abuse. Some people, when they when God used them to help you, he gave you money, gave you some clothes, he wants you to be bowing to him. If he sees you from afar, it should be, good morning, sir, good morning, sir if you don't greet him, look, very ungrateful. Very ungrateful. That that shirt is putting on, I bought it from him from Paris. Storyteller. That's an abuse of help. Some people help you with job and they tell you, oh, because I'm giving you this job, I need to sleep with you. It's an abuse of help. It's an abuse of help. So to provoke God's help, don't abuse it. Either someone receiving help or somebody God is using to be an agent of help. And number seven, finally, position yourself for help. Position yourself for help. Position yourself for help. No matter the condition you are going through God wants to help you he says come on to me all you that what That labor and a heavy laden Matthew 11:28 says come position yourself for help It does not matter what you are going through what you are going through is not where you are going to it's not No matter your challenge Your condition is not your conclusion. It's not what? Your condition is not your what? It's not your conclusion. Where you are can be a bus stop. It's not your final stop. It's only a stop. So position yourself for help. Position yourself. Let me encourage you, no matter what you are going through, Many of you need all this help in this area. All you need to do is to position yourself. God is never late. Are we together? Let me tell your neighbor, say, God is never late. Look at your neighbor boldly selling, say, God is never late. Don't allow anybody to tell you your time has gone. It's a lie. David said in Psalm 31, verse 15, he said, My times are in your hands, O Lord. God is never late. But I used to put this caption. Says sometimes God can choose to come later to make your testimony the latest. Sometimes, just sometimes, He may choose to come later. Sometimes, just to make your testimony the what? Who's going to get the latest testimony in the house? You better shout a loud hallelujah. <laughs> Final scripture before we go and pray Job chapter 8. Job chapter 8. Job chapter 8, verse 20. Job 8, verse 20. How do I provoke help from the ageless helper? Can we read verse 20 of Job chapter 8? Want to go? Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man. Neither will he help the evildoers. Please position yourself. God said, come, I want to help you. God even extended him, if you refuse to come, said, I come quickly and I stand at the door and I'm knocking. So if you are so tired to come, I have now come, but I'm not a thief. I can't break the door. You need to give me access in. Many of us are in charge, but we have not yet given God access into our lives. God said, I want to help you. As I told you in the beginning, Pastor D is a prayer of God's help. That the Jew is the prayer of God's help. I'm standing in front of you. I'm an absolute product of God's help. And someone is here. God wants to take over. God wants to begin to help you. All you need to do is position yourself, surrender to Him. Rededicate your life to Him. If you have been connected and you are now disconnected, until you reconnect back, struggle will continue. Struggle will continue. He that covers his sin we not prosper. I'd like us to please bow our heads this morning. As we pray, please bow your heads. Thank you, Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at the Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-00004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close, off Thames Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored.